Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the RR Show, the best show on the internet. This is episode 250, and today we are taking you into a little bit of r slash entitled parents. So grab your tea and your popcorn and come with me as we jump into our first story by Fine Bet. Entitled mother gets family to side with her on giving her daughter my son's Christmas present. Tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. My sister-in-law has been planning her birthdays every year. Sister-in-law also buys niece expensive things that never get played with or worn. When my niece turned one, she went all out on the photographer and smash cake. My niece was pretty miserable and kept crying the whole time. Which in my opinion is very over the top, but that's my opinion. She complained my father-in-law went to a family funeral, his niece that was like a daughter to him, and not his granddaughter's first birthday party, even though he has agoraphobia. We always get a gift for her, but this year I have my hands full. Although whatever I give my niece, she never wears or plays with. I have a son that's one and a half and a daughter that's 12 weeks old. I was also in a mother and baby unit for two weeks recently for my mental health, so getting her a gift has gone a little bit on the back burner. Also, with me not working, my husband's paycheck covers essential items and sometimes going clothes shopping for our kids, which is rare in itself. So today, sister-in-law messages me and asks if we're going to niece's birthday party. I told her no as my two kids and husband have COVID, which I told her about on Monday. Sister-in-law said she understood about them having COVID. She then messaged me saying Nisa's gift is awesome and she's excited about it. I asked her what gift because I genuinely didn't have anything for my niece. She was then talking about the interactive table that's for my son for Christmas. I told her that's for my son, which my mother brought him from Costco which I paid my mum back for. She told my in-laws, which have told me to give it to my niece because Christmas is far away and I can just get another one and stop causing drama within the family, which I refuse to do. Honestly, if I had anyone in my life that was like that, I would just block them. I'm not dealing with that. Come on, man. Do better. Our next story is in from Dr. Oogie Boogie 42. Entitled Step Monsters got herself banned from my wedding. I'm 28 male, stepmother is 49 and she is a wannabe party planner. She has taken it upon herself to plan and host every party and holiday my dad's family has thrown since she married him. I never loved those occasions growing up. She's controlling and gets upset if people complain about anything. But humored her for my dad's sake. According to him, this helps her feel included. I'm getting married to my fiance Jane, 26 in July. We got engaged in early 2021, but Jane ended up getting pregnant a couple of months after that, so we decided to postpone the wedding to focus on our son for a while. So we've had a long engagement. My stepmother has tried to hijack our wedding plans from day one, complaining, contacting our planner, showing up unannounced to Jane's dress appointments, etc. 
and we have repeatedly asked her to stop. Dad wants us to humor her, but she's clearly resentful of the fact that she's not hosting the wedding or being labeled mother of the groom in invitations. Besides our baby boy, we also have Luke, who's age four, Jane's paternal half-brother. She got custody of him a few months into our relationship after his parents died. I ended up moving in with him during the pandemic and have been in Luke's life since he was a baby. He doesn't call me dad and refers to us as his sister and his OP, but we love him like a son. Stepmother, though, hates Luke. She accuses Jane of baby-trapping her way into the family. That accusation only got worse after our son was born. My dad gets along with Jane and adores the kids, but stepmother demands him to refuse babysitting Luke, so we don't leave the kids with them often. Instead, Jane's brother and sister-in-law usually watch the kids for us, as their children are close to ours in age. We had a thing last Sunday and my brother-in-law was out of town with his family. Jane's other siblings live in different cities, as well as my mum and sister. My dad agreed to babysit at our place and we left. We came back to find both kids crying, stepmother screaming, and dad weakly trying to calm everyone down. Apparently, Luke had told stepmother that both he and our son were going to be our ring bearers. And she was ballistic. She screamed that she wasn't going to allow that because he wasn't family. She then smacked him in the face when he started crying. His lip is still split. She'd never gotten to this point before. We immediately banned her from our house and from our wedding. Dad is fuming and has said he's not going without her. He's also convinced half of his side of the family by severely downplaying what stepmother did to boycott the wedding as well. This includes my stepbrother, who fully agrees with his mother no matter how many times I tried to tell him the truth. Me and Jane are refusing to budge, but many of our cousins who aren't coming anymore are asking us to reconsider. Pretty much all of Jane's family agrees with us, but one of her aunts has suggested that maybe stepmother is acting out because she doesn't feel welcomed by the family. I've honestly had it with all my family enabling her behavior. I loved my dad and really want him to be at my wedding, but I am more than willing to go no contact if it means protecting my family. Our next one in is from Hanyas. Am I the asshole for telling my mum to stop spreading my personal information? For some reason, ATA won't let me post this, but I need to vent, so I'm putting it here. I, 20 female, have recently suffered quite a severe injury. I don't want to go into too much detail, but I've had to come home from university and spend four or five days in and out of hospital because of it. My memory's slightly fuzzy, so I don't know exactly how many days it was. I have been bedbound since I got home. Today, I had an appointment back at the hospital. As soon as I got downstairs and into the kitchen, my mum told me, I'm having a really crappy day, don't argue with me. I literally hadn't said a word to her. While we were waiting for the appointment, I was in a lot of pain and my dad was rubbing my back and telling me I was going to be okay. My mum said, what about me? Why aren't you supporting me? She was also asking me about my uni situation and got annoyed when I said I didn't want to talk about it right now. It got me to the point where I had to go to the toilet and cry. On the way home, my mum started calling her friends because we were going to be late to pick up my little brothers from school and wanted to see if anyone could pick them up. 
This was when I found out that most of her friends, whom I've not met, knew the details of my accident that caused my injury. I told my mum earlier on that day I didn't want people to know about this because it was embarrassing. When she was off, I asked her to stop telling people because I wasn't comfortable. She told me she had freedom of speech and she could tell anyone she wanted whatever she wanted. More hurtful things were said and I ended up in tears. My dad agrees with me and says she's been in the wrong all day, but I feel guilty and awful. It might be because I feel horrible from the injury, but I don't know. Okay, two things. One, no, you're not the arsehole. Why do you even have to ask? Come on, duh. And second, oh shit, I kind of want to know now. Oh, damn it, does that make me the arsehole? What was the injury? How was it embarrassing? How embarrassing can an injury be? Anywho, our next one is from The Bow Tie Man. I ruined her son's birthday party. Through terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events, on our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookySciencesters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. I'm 16, and in high school, there's this one kid in my maths class that I sit next to. We're not really friends, more acquaintances, but I'll chat with him from time to time. He invited me to his birthday party, and I accepted because I didn't really have anything better to do. It was pretty chill, just me and a few other people that we saw around school. Mainly just jumped on his trampoline, played flag football, etc., until it was time to do presents and eat cake. My asthma started to act up, and it's springtime, so all the pollen in the air usually causes me to have more flare-ups. After cake, they all went back to their trampoline, but I hung back due to my asthma. 
I used my inhaler, but it didn't really help. I called my mum and she came and picked me up. We ended up going to the ER because my asthma had gotten so bad and my inhaler wasn't helping. They gave me a few breathing treatments and I ended up being fine. I saw him the next day, at school, and we started talking. After getting to know him a bit more at the party, we started to become more friends. He invited me to hang out at his place after school and I accepted because he seemed cool. We were hanging out in the living room playing games when in walks Entitled Mother. I can't believe you came back here after that stunt you pulled. Me? What? Hey? You know, leaving in the middle of the party? If you didn't want to come, then you shouldn't have. I can't believe you would disrupt everyone by abandoning everyone midway through. Ma'am, I, I, I really... I had fun at the party, but I left because my asthma was getting bad. Oh, don't lie to me. I saw you using your inhaler. That should have made you fine. You're just making up excuses for your disrespectful behavior. No, I had an asthma attack and ended up having to go to the ER. Oh, whatever. I don't want to hear your excuses anymore. Just don't be so rude next time. She walked away. He apologized for her. I said it was cool and we kept playing. I guess this isn't one of the worst stories on here, but I still can't believe she's pissed that I was rude for abandoning the party. Me and him just hang out at my house now usually to avoid her. And uh, we're good friends now. This one is from General Locksmith 512. Parents demanding to skip line at restaurant because their parents. This happened a few months ago, but I stumbled across this sub on a video, so I decided to share this story. Me and my sister, 20 male, 20 female, were traveling together to this small tourist town in the southern region of the country. Now, one night, we wanted to go to a restaurant. We didn't know how popular it was, and it was kind of crowded when we arrived. So there was a line to get in. There were maybe eight people and families in front of us. We decided to wait anyway because, well, we had time. It was raining and the line wasn't exactly inside the restaurant, but it was in a covered area, so it wasn't raining on us or on anyone else in line. Say about half an hour later, there were two people in front of us and maybe three or four behind. Then a couple arrives. The husband is holding a toddler and there's a little boy following them. They stop, look at the line, look at each other. The wife picks up the toddler and immediately goes up to the lady in charge of the line demanding that she lets them in. The lady asks if they have a reservation. She says no. She then tries to explain that without a reservation, they can't cut line for obvious reasons. Then the wife goes, don't you see, I have a baby with me. Me and my sister were watching all of it and we saw the husband pushing the little boy so he would have to stand next to his mother. Then she goes, I have two kids with me. You have to let us in. There's no other families with children here. They can wait. The lady very patiently repeats what she had said before. The mother doesn't stop. It's raining on us. It wasn't. My kids are going to get sick. If my kids get sick, it'll be your fault. You'll have to get us a table for us right now. Then she called her husband and he was repeating the same things she was saying. That they had the right to cut the line because they had kids and kids should be prioritized over the adults in the line. Kids were hungry and were going to get sick, etc. They eventually left, complaining and cursing the lady who was just doing her job. I don't blame the kids for the parents' behavior, but it wasn't a nice scene to watch, and it definitely was an awful example for them. 
Eventually, we were able to get in and the food was really good. So at least our night wasn't ruined. It doesn't have to stop here, folks, even though that's the end of this episode. Head over to our YouTube channel and check out the episodes we have over there. They are currently unique and not on the podcast. So if you want to hear those stories, the only place to get them is on our YouTube channel. So head over there. I'll see you over there. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win.